This is a Triple J podcast. Well, this is it. The last shake-up for 2023. G'day, I'm Dave Marchese. We're wrapping it up. The week of shake-ups where we've covered politics, sport, pop culture, cost of living. It's all ending and it's been massive because this year has been massive in so many ways. So for the final shake-up, we're taking one last look at the good, the bad, as we get ready to wave goodbye to 2023 forever. Hack. World Pride will kick off in Sydney from tomorrow. Russian President Vladimir Putin says there'll be no peace in Ukraine until Russia reaches its goals. This summer is the hottest on record globally. We want to begin with that awful breaking news out of the New South Wales Hunter region. Time now for some better news. Chung Lei is home tonight. This is now the deadliest wildfire in modern US history. A happy birthday, Vegemite. On Triple J. Yeah, how are you going to be looking back on 2023? What's your verdict on this year? Let us know. Message in. This is the courtroom here. We want to know the verdict. 043975755. We've actually got a good judging panel with us to analyse the past 12 months. For the last shake-up of 2023, thank goodness we've got two of the special ones. First presenter, model, Christian Wilkins. How are you? I'm very well. You know that you're scraping the barrel, the bottom of the barrel with the good news when Vegemite's birthday makes the cut. Oh, that's one of the things I've got to bring up later about how hard it's been to find a bit of positive news for 2023. I'm after yours, though. If you've got it, message in. Christian, how are we feeling? We're getting ready to wrap up the year. I feel good. This is my last day working and I'm happy to spend it with you too. Is this the last working thing? Yeah. Oh! Uh-huh. Tick. Oh, that's so good. And you're done. And Elfie Scott, what Hi. about you? This is not my last working day. <laughs> I have overcommitted this year. Oh. So I'm running through to end of next week, unfortunately. Oh, really? I know. How annoying is that? That's all right. I mean, and there's people listening who are going to be working through summer. It's okay. If you find your moments, you find a little part to relax, put your feet up, have a bit of a laugh, this could be it for you, this half an hour. You can just chill out for a bit. Are you keen to jump into this year in, in review, Elfie, Christian? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a mixed bag. I think that's definitely an understatement to say it's a mixed bag 2023 because it sometimes felt like we were being pulled across two extremes, right? Things were amazing or things were awful. The news in 2023 was definitely a wild ride. I'm like really in fear. And like every every time I just have to have the thought of me dying in a bomb in Gaza. On October 7, a terrorist attack in Israel left 1,200 people dead and saw hundreds of hostages taken. It sparked a war in Gaza that's dominated the headlines for months. The health minister in Gaza says more than 18,000 people have been killed and 50,000 injured. And Israel's now warning that war could last for months to come. But it's not the only war playing out. This unprovoked and criminal Russia's war against Ukraine and against the whole world and democratic world has to end with uh, liberating the whole of uh, Ukraine's territory from Russia's occupation. Can you believe we're coming up to two years since the Russian invasion of Ukraine? And there's been heartbreaking news back home too. Major incident declared. We have a bus rollover. In June, 10 people were killed after a bus crash in the New South Wales Hunter Valley, devastating not only a local community, but the entire country. And think of them as living in the hearts of those they've touched. For nothing loved is ever lost. And they are loved so much. 
Scientists confirmed 2023 was the hottest year on record. The era of global warming has ended. The era of global boiling has arrived. And there were massive fires in Europe, Canada and Hawaii. Our home has burned down. There's nothing left. We can't even go back to see. We literally only have the clothes on our back. Then there were huge earthquakes in Morocco, Afghanistan, Turkey and Syria. There are still people buried here in this house. They didn't get the rescue they needed, so they died. I know you're probably feeling pretty down right now. But remember, there was a lot of good stuff that happened in 2023. It's pretty extraordinary turn of events. Global leaders reached a deal to transition away from fossil fuels after some pretty intense negotiations at the Global Climate Summit, COP28. We've spent the last 30 years talking about climate change and talking about emissions, but never talking about the cause of those emissions, fossil fuels. World Pride came to Sydney. I mean, yes, it's a party, but it's a party with a purpose. And believe it or not, we're now a step closer to flying cars. The Federal Aviation Administration has approved its Model A flying car, making it the first car approved for use of this nature in the US. Aussie journalist Chung Lei was released from detention in China after spending three years locked away. Her return brings an end to a very difficult few years for Ms Cheng and her family. This is uh, something that uh, we have uh, advocated for for a long period of time. We finally said goodbye to COVID. Well, kind of. Declare COVID-19 over as a global health emergency. However, that does not mean COVID-19 is over as a global health threat. And don't forget, an Aussie icon turned 100. Are you a Vegemite kid? Uh, sometimes. Only hot, though. The French loathe this stuff. Really? Why is that, do you think? I suppose it's because it's essentially rather disgusting, but I quite like it. Hack on Triple J. April McLennan with that update, looking back on the year that was... I want to know, what's the story that's going to define 2023 for you? You look back in a decade, someone says, this year, what are you thinking of? Message in 0439757555. You're getting a lot of different kind of comments on the text line. On Instagram as well, Olivia says, my high of the year uh, was a criminalisation of coercive control in many states. My low was Australia voting no in the voice referendum. Someone else says worst was living in Canberra, best was leaving Canberra. Sarah says the best was seeing Coldplay, worst was definitely Cozzy Lives, couldn't meet my financial goals. And yeah, a lot of people on the text line as well. Someone, Tiger from Port Macquarie says, my year was tough, but I managed to find a rental, got a peer worker job at Lifeline, have made some friends I think will be for life. We need these positive ones, right? Yeah. Let's get into it with the Shake Up crew, our last Shake Up for 2023, Christian Wilkins and Elfie Scott. Hey, Christian, how do you feel listening back to that mash? Look, honestly, that there is quite a bit of doom and gloom there, but I think that realistically life does continue going on and I think that you kind of need to search for those happy moments mm. to live through it all. Elfie, what about you? 
Yeah, it's been a deeply complicated year. But you know what? I am a fundamental optimist. And so I am looking forward to 2024, clearing the slate and seeing what the next year brings. So what's your general read on 2023, Healthy? It has been an absolute mess. I think that we can all agree that a lot of us are feeling a lot of complicated feelings. A lot of us are feeling very heartbroken right now uh, watching the news. And it's been, yeah, it's been quite challenging. But you know what? I would also say that there have been big moments of unification that I would love to remember from this year. So I think about Barbenheimer. I think about turning <laughs> yeah, up to the cinemas. Like getting together and wearing pink. Yes, exactly. Isn't that the Matildas. The Tillies. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. There have been some moments that have felt really good. And so I'm going to try and hold those close too. Have there been particular high points for you, Christian? Yeah, definitely. I I mean, on a personal level, I moved to LA on a low point. I moved there a week before the writer's strike happened. So that was a <laughs> bit lame. Um, but you know, that that for me was always a life goal. And coming out of COVID, it was, I was reaching 30. And I thought, if not now, when? Yeah. Um, which is always very exciting. But you know, it definitely has been a messy year to say the least. But also a great one, hopefully. I mean, obviously one of the biggest stories this year, especially in the back half of the year that we've been talking about, has been Gaza. I mean, Elfie, did you think that we'd be seeing another huge conflict breaking out this year? God, no. I think that everybody has been really shocked and appalled by what they've seen uh, unfolding across social media. I think we've seen more explicit and uh, challenging images than perhaps in any other conflict, uh, you know, coming up on Instagram and TikTok. And it's it's been a lot and I think that that on top of the continuing war in Ukraine has it, it's felt like uh, sort of it, yeah it's felt like it's just compounding that kind of heartbreak and has it's it also had such a ripple on effect to like wider society you know like mm. I, I can't really remember such an event that was so divisive mm. there are so many people that have really taken very clear sides in all parts of the world and it's it is really sad to see and yeah. also seeing it play out here in Australia as well. Like we had that story on Hack a few weeks ago of your students at university. We spoke to a Palestinian student. We spoke to a Jewish student uh, talking about uh, the real anxieties that they have just going on campus and and talking about these things. And, um, you know, horrible to see that affecting people here in Australia too. Trump was back in a big way this year or the kind of court staff or the rest of it. Obviously, 2024 is going to be the year of the presidential election in the US. Are you ready for all that to pick up again, Christian, the Trump train? No, I, I was asked <laughs> semi-recently if I found it at all funny, you yeah. know, the, his oddities and everything. But to be honest, I found the whole experience with him deeply, deeply sad. I thought that it gave way for people to be racist and homophobic and transphobic because there was a man that amplified that in the highest office potentially in the world. And I, I really, I'm not looking forward to a Trump potential return. Okay. Well, look, we can flag that we'll be talking more about that on Hack in 2024. <laughs> I think that's inevitable. Elfie, did you feel in 2023, like especially at the beginning of the year or even now, the weight of the intense COVID years lifting a little? Do you feel as liberated as you thought you might feel this year? 
I think that there are still consequences of COVID that have been like quietly rippling out. Obviously, there are still um, broad economic effects of the lockdowns that we're still feeling today um, in terms of global supply chains and things like that. And that has been tough. But I also think that there have been sort of enduring social aspects of those COVID lockdowns that we haven't really spoken about and maybe we're not acknowledging. I think that people are finding it hard to interact with other people as easily as they used to. There was... There was a lot that happened to us in that time. Do you still find that? Yeah, I'm terrible at small talk still. Can't you tell? Were you good at it before COVID? Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> no, just checking, just doing a fact check. <laughs> no, I think that, like, there are there are ways that we sort of forgot how to interact with each other in that time, and I, I think we're still trying to find our feet in some ways. What about you, Christian? I mean, like, going overseas and, and seeing things kind of return to normal, and for so many years we're like, when's it returning to normal? When's it returning to normal? Did you feel it this year? Yeah, definitely. I feel like personally it kind of lit a fire under my ass. It sort of reminded me the fact that you might have this plan for your life, but realistically you don't know what's going to happen. And that if you sort of really want to try and make something happen for yourself, you need to just at least try. Yeah. We got a lot of messages coming through, uh, some with, you know, really sad parts of the year, some with real high points. Someone says an absolute low, losing my best friend and my mates in the Hunter Valley bus crash. Like, that's terrible. You can't even imagine what that felt like. We heard a bit of that in the reflection on the year that was, a story that really impacted not only a local community but the whole country and, you know, effects felt right around the world. But this person says, my highlight was attending every Triple J festival in New South Wales this year. Go, remember Sleep a time me. when there was no festivals you could attend. Yeah. Oh Do you God. have a high point? Uh, a high point for me, I think is I spent a lot of time this year with friends that I don't normally see. They live overseas. And just because we had like events and they were back and then I was over, um, you know, where they are, we had a lot of time together. And I realised that I'd miss that time with my friends. And I realised how much you get from being around people who lift you up and how important it is. I think we all know that, but maybe don't recognise it There's definitely a recharging feeling when you're with people that know you really, really well. When you can fart in front of them and you know they're still going to love you. I know it sounds stupid, (laughs) but it's true. You know, when you're at that level of comfort with someone, there is a wonderful energy. One of life's great joys. I got back, yeah, the farting in front. Yeah, it is, it is. I got back from this overseas trip where I saw my friends and... I fully felt so recharged. I was like, oh, I'm right. I'm ready to go. And then I got COVID and was out for a week. But, oh, you know, it happens. It happens. Some other people on the text line, Sarah in Ngunnawal country, for myself, uh, not considering Ukraine, Gaza, the voice result, it was such a good year. I smashed so many goals with my horse, got medicated, left a job that was sucking my soul out and found a new job with some of the best folk I've ever worked with. Slay 2023, Slay. Hell yeah. We love to hear it, Sarah. Cam says, a bloody good year for me, launching a workshop next year for people that suffer PTSD uh, and or traumatic brain injuries. And then another person says, best event this year for me was meeting someone on a bus, then dating. Oh, <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Another, And then says, worse though, was workplace bullying around the same time. See what I mean? This year it gives you something and then it takes away. Yeah. It's just the constant theme. This is the shake-up. The final one for 2023. I'm Dave Marchese, breaking down the best and worst of this year with Christian Wilkins and Elfie Scott. 
just thinking about some of the random things that happened this year, <laughs> the big Optus outage came up. That CEO had a pretty bad yeah. year. You reckon Optus is keen to leave this year behind, Christian? I reckon they're very, very <laughs> excited. <laughs> what about when she admitted that she had a Telstra sim in her, in her purse for as a backup? Oh. like a weird angle to take. It was, like that whole story was so funny when the outage happened and then all of the flow-on effects, there was one person who said that they found out about the outage because their cat came and woke them up because the cat feeder was controlled by Wi-Fi and it had, like, stopped working. So the cat was like, oh, there's an outage. Okay, that person's living in the future. I know. It must be nice for some. A world Pride, Christian, can you believe that that happened this year? That feels like a lifetime ago. And that was such a wonderful way to kick off the year. And I think that it definitely set the bar very high and, you know, it potentially is tapered off towards the end. But World Pride really was the most wonderful celebration of queer culture and Sydney as well. And it was amazing to kind of combine those two incredible communities. Was it everything that you'd hoped for? Yes, it was. I got to see <laughs> Kylie Minogue twice this year. I mean, oh, I, my God. I think the Australian domination in, like, culture has been incredible. Looking at someone like Troy Sivan and his incredible album, mm. Margot Robbie with Barbie, Kylie Minogue and Padam Padam. I mean, we're seeing Australians absolute dominate the world, and that's a certainly a wonderful thing. Sam Kerr as well. That's true. There's yeah. so many Australians just going off this year. That is definitely a highlight. Uh, G Flip as well, another one that we've seen go from strength to strength. We've got a request here, Christian. Someone is hoping that you might be able to make their highlight of the year. <laughs> they say, can we get a rugged up on top tiny little booty shorts from Christian? Rugged up on top, tiny little booty shorts on bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and trust and believe I'm pretty much in that outfit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Christian not true. Is. You are not rugged up on top, babe. <laughs> I've got tiny little booty shorts on top and bottom. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Journalist Chung Lei, released from Chinese detention, Elfie, locked up for more than three years on national security charges there. That was amazing to see her release and that sheer happiness. Yeah, wow. What a story. That was unbelievable to witness and especially like considering so much tension with China over the past couple of years and then to see that happen was yeah it was momentous. Is there any other sort of good stuff that you think of that really strikes a note and you're like yeah I'm, I'm glad I was you're thinking. Oh it's... god I'm thinking so hard. Do, are you talking in terms of like world news Anything, or literally really. my life? Oh well what about your life? My What's been happening? Good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Japan. Oh I that's true. That. I went to Japan for the first time and it was delightful. Okay yeah. nice we love to hear that. I want to give an honourable mention to the miners in India that got released recently. Oh that was the, a good story. Um, yes and there was an Australian that was involved with the whole thing and that was just such a wonderful relief. It was. A real story that got, I mean, obviously people across India but around the world just so thankful but overwhelmed with happiness. We love it when those stories come through. There is a bunch of stuff in the news that maybe you might have missed. There is good news happening every day, believe it or not, stuff like this. Hack. This is the first orangutan birth at the Sacramento Zoo in more than 40 years. 2024 Grammy nominees, and this year the list is all about girl power. Frank Rubio, U.S. record holder for the longest single space flight in history, back on Earth. The next $5 banknote feature a design honouring the culture and history of first Australians. On Triple Jack. 
Yeah, some of the headlines that were good news, maybe you missed them. I reckon you can do better than that, though. I do want to know, can you please hit the text line? What was your best news for 2023? Could be something that affects all of us, something that happened just to you personally, a breakthrough in your life. Call in, one 536 Almost forgot the number on the last shake-up of the year. I won't have to remember it for a little while. You pulled it together. Oh, you got thank it. you. I got it in the end. Who was your person of the year? Person of the year? <sighs> Probably me, I'd say. Yep. <laughs> I'll accept wow. that. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I don't know. Like, really, honestly, if I'm going to be fully personal here, my personal year, my mum's been quite sick over the past few years and it's just been, like, a, a tricky job of, of caring and she's had such a battle and I think she's the person of the year for me. Like, What's just Julie. 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 Snaps for Julie. Oh. Yeah, she's my person of the year oh, now too. She's definitely on, listening. Julie. Definitely listening. I was going to say Beyonce, but now I'm saying Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Julie is better than Beyonce in every conceivable way. Kind we of the same. This. Kind of the same. Yeah, similar vibe. Um, we're getting a lot of messages through. Someone says cost of living sucks, but good thing, no COVID restrictions. Yes. Someone else is a disabled person. I'm disappointed that people think COVID is over, which is an important kind of consideration to make. I guess in the headlines, the UN declaring the world health emergency over was the thing people were celebrating, but still a huge issue. And we're seeing cases spike again, people in Encouraged to go out and get their boosters. Beck from Fairfield says, My low was applying for almost 180 rental properties to no avail. My high, though, was 12 months after escaping um, your family violence situation, finally getting transitional housing. That's someone's uh, experience there. Another person, quitting my shitty job and feeling my mental health rapidly improve. We've all been there. A lot of that, it seems. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? What people have. Do you reckon, though, Elfie, we're kind of, we have to, we're scraping the barrel in 2023 for the good stuff? Because, for instance, I found this story. It was like, oh, um, the ozone layer is projected to be fully restored in 40 years. And then a few weeks ago, they had an update. They're like, oh, yeah, may not be mending as well as first thought. <laughs> Apparently, like, oh. though, it's the fastest growing rate of clean energy in the world. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I'll try to, I'll try to remain optimistic about yes. that. There was yeah, the weird stuff as well uh, we heard in that clip before the NASA astronaut who came back to Earth after setting a new record for the amount of time a US astronaut has uh, uh, has spent in space, was there for more than a year. So lovely story. We love that. Back yeah. on Earth, safe and sound. But then he said, oh, if I knew it, I'd been up there that long, I would never have gone in the first place. It was actually really annoying. Oh, <laughs> so look, no, there's give and take guy. with every, every story. Someone else on the text line, my PhD thesis was passed with no amendments. Oh, this doctor is celebrating and we're so happy to hear it. Are you single? <laughs> I've always wanted to be a doctor's wife. Oh. I watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy, so we'd have a lot to talk about oh. because I obviously know a lot of medical Yeah, well, just things. through the viewing knowledge alone, of Truly. course. You yeah. pick a, I pick a lot up. I think they that's part <laughs> that's of the admission. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> um, Christian, do you think we have to get better at celebrating the wins? Yeah, definitely. I think that sometimes we do need to search a little harder for it. And this year, it has been a lot. And what's going on right now, I mean, there are a lot of smarter people who have said a lot more articulate things than me, but it truly is devastating. And we do need to search for these things that still light us up because we are still living and life does go on. Yeah. 
we've got messages coming through to that kind of like point saying we do need to be celebrating more the good stuff and also the media has a role to play in that to be reporting the good stuff for Elfie and making sure that we're not bombarding people all of the time with really negative news because it does impact you and it makes people want to tune out. Yeah, completely. I think that everybody has hit a period where they've become just exhausted by the news and they feel like they can't continue to like emotionally grapple with it. But I would say just on an optimistic note, even talking about the way that people are walking away from their jobs because they're not making them happy. I do think that all of this presents us with an opportunity for a great reassessment of our lives and the way that we're living and the things we prioritise and that can be a really positive thing. Do you always feel pretty good at the end of a year, Elfie? Are you one of those people, do you make the New Year's resolutions? You see it as a real shift, an opportunity? I am not thinking because I am either day drunk or really (laughs) full of food. (laughs) I don't know how else to leave. Honest answer. We love that. We love that. What about you, Christian? Yeah, definitely. I love Christmas time. Um, It's my favorite time of the year. I love the fact that we all kind of get to come together and we get to celebrate and kind of be silly gooses and it's hot in this country and Mm. it's beautiful and people gather. And I think that it is a wonderful time to reflect and think about what you did like about yourself and what you didn't like about yourself and how you can change those things and adapt to be a better human for you. Christian, you're so gorgeous. I want you in my house all the time. Yeah, it was probably... I cook and clean a lot. <laughs> Actually, he's looking for some work right I'm now. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I can't have you. Joe from Newey says, my nonna turned 101 this year. She was born in Italy in 1922. She's amazing. We love that. Bon compliano nonna. Someone else says, best of this year, got offered to be a performing arts teacher at my school and it's a role I didn't expect, but I think will really suit me. Someone else says, low moment was I lost my mum, but the high, she gave me the opportunity to buy my first home. It was really bittersweet. Mm. And then another person just says it was the best year of my life. And that's all they've said. And that's all we need to know. Yeah. You know, the, one of the funny things that I heard about was that people, there's this real trend of people making their New Year's resolutions early this year, like getting into it in October, maybe because there was so much bad news around, they just wanted to crack into looking forward. They're like, oh, well, let's wrap this one up. Looking forward. Any New Year's resolutions, Elfie? Ooh, okay. I, I'm feeling very motivated to work hard. Um, my working situation has changed. So I'm feeling very creative at the moment. And I think that that is something that I want to keep top of my list of priorities. And also reading books because I'm terrible at finishing books and I'm going to keep doing it. I will give you so many suggestions. I try and read 52 books every year. 52. Did you do it this year? Yes. Did you really? 52 books. Yeah. That's so impressive. 2019. What was the best one this year? Oh, I really love, I always come back to Out of the Shadows. It's a book about the psychology of gay men. I've read it now about three times and I just find it absolutely fascinating. I learn something new every time. Wow, I've got to read that. Ah, okay, we love this, sharing ideas. Also my own book, I should... <laughs> that too. <laughs> You're like, I've read it 52 times. It's available at Dimmicks for Christmas. <laughs> oh, it is a good Christmas present. Christian, any New Year's resolutions? Mine's kind of silly in comparison. I wanted to work on my mobility... Oh. Like my flexibility. Oh, ah, that's good. Yeah. That's a good one. I Lovely. ticked my... Um, and achievable. Yeah. You know, you right? keep it realistic. I, I always have a bit of like fitness goals. I wanted to um try and bench press 100 kilos, which I actually did this morning. Whoa. Nice, Christian. Look at those guns, And a six-minute yeah, You can tell. So they were, they were my... 
fitness resolutions for this year and I completed them oh, this week. You can tell. And well done, Christian. We're so happy. <laughs> Someone else says, I always say we need to celebrate the small triumphs. And someone else says, I completed my first Ironman this year. Oh, Huge news. Pop Huge news. Uh, any final messages for this year before we go, Elfie? I I guess I just want to say that people are really important and at times like this when things feel really overwhelming and really bad sometimes, like looking at your family and your friends and the community around you, that can be a really helpful thing. So that's what I'm going to try and do. Christian, final thoughts? Be good, be kind and be careful and love one another. Oh, that's a beautiful way to round out Hack for 2023. Often your source of bad news, but we've got positive vibes Right now, that is it, everyone. 2023 for Hack on your radio is done. But we're going to be back uh, everywhere all across summer. We're on the podcast. The Hack Summer Podcast is there. We're going to be pumping out uh, lots of stories over the next few months. New original stories as always, big interviews. Hack's Instagram. If you're not following Hack's Instagram, go follow it now because we've got so many updates and that will continue over summer as well. On the radio, we're going to be back at the end of January. Someone on the text line has said, the rumour is that Hack is finishing forever. Any truth in those rumours? <laughs> uh, no, there's not, actually, because we will be back and we always are going to be here to break down the big stories for you. Final 2023 Shake-Up crew, Christian Wilkins, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Elfie Scott, thank you for wrapping this up with us. Thank you, Dave. Hack on Triple Jack. Huge thanks again to the Shake-Up crew for this last Shake-Up of 2023. Elfie Scott and Christian Wilkins, a big thanks as well to the hardworking Hack crew, producer Hannah Palmer, an absolute gun, reporters Shalala Madora, Joe Lauder, Ellie Grounds, April McLennan, Angel Parsons, Nathan Nigidula and Susanna Macon. They're all incredible. I love them all and they keep us going every day. A big thank you as well, especially to Joe Lauder and Tim Shepard who've jumped in here over the past year to fill in. And thanks to you for listening. But don't worry, we're not going anywhere over the summer break. Hack's not on the radio, but we are here on your podcast right through summer. So make sure you keep listening. We're going to have big news for you, breaking news, big interviews as well. It's all going to be right here. So come to the Hack Podcast. Follow us on Instagram for updates as well. I'll catch you around soon. See ya.